0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. God bless each of you this great day. I'm so glad you're listening to Christian Radio, and I hope your day's going well. I hope you have some fun planned. Maybe you're going to stop by a good restaurant and have a nice meal. You know what? I like having nice meals from time to time. You can sure tell looking at me, I shouldn't have so many nice meals. But I'm trying to do better, I'm trying to get back on track again. And, and, hey, the good news is my blood levels dropped to some, and, and I'm happy about that. My doctor is happy about that. So hopefully I'm going the right direction. But I hope your day is, is wonderful. I want to share a little bit out of the Old Testament today. And this is the 37th chapter of G- uh, Genesis. And it really goes to—the uh, story goes a long way. It goes— my goodness, all the way almost to the 50th chapter, uh, to the 50th chapter of Genesis, I believe, and it's talking about Joseph. Not Joseph that was uh, Mary's uh, husband, but Joseph, the son of Jacob, the one that was his favorite child out of the 12, and that he made a coat of of uh, many colors for that people always know, Joseph and the coat of many colors. And said, and this, I'm going to share a little bit about it, and then uh, we'll talk about some aspects of it. Lord, uh, more than anything else today, Heavenly Father, open our minds and our hearts to you. May we see you and realize through this story how you touch lives and how you take care of your people. Lord, sometimes we get in our own thoughts and we try to handle things our own way. But God, when you're present in our life, great. Things happen. God, thank you for this day. I love you. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Joseph, a young man of 17, was tending the flocks with his brothers, the sons of Bilhi, the sons of Zilpha, and the father's wives, and they brought their father a bad report about them. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than any of the other sons, and Israel is Jacob. They changed his the name to Israel and Jacob, because he had been born to him in the old age and he made a richly ornamented robe for him. When the brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him, could not speak kind word of him. And, of course, then Joseph, the folks had some dreams about his brothers, started telling them dreams. So then a lot of jealousy took place. A lot of jealousy took place, and they were plotting a way to do away with Joseph. And, of course, not even thinking about their dad's welfare, how much that would crush them. Uh, now he and his brothers had gone to graze in the, uh, the father's flocks near Shechem. And the, Israel said to uh, Joseph, Jacob said to Joseph, As you know, your brothers are grazing the flocks. I'm going to send you there. Very well, he replied. So he said to him, Go and see if all is well with your brothers and bring word back to me. Well, so he went there and they saw Joseph coming from afar off. And, and so they started coming with a plan. They want to get rid of Joseph. Can you imagine brothers want to get rid of him? all because of jealousy? People, I'm telling you, jealousy today is still a, a killer of people's relationship with God. Jealousy and bitterness. It overwhelms people. People can't get through it, and I can tell you why. Because they don't give it to God. They don't ask God to forgive them and to move forward. If you have jealousy, if you have bitterness in your life, and if you're bitter with somebody in your family and you just keep holding on to it, I am telling you, get rid of that and give it to Jesus right now. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15 says, See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God, and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and to defile many. See to it that no bitter root enters your life. And if it does, get rid of it because it will cause defile for many. That's what the Word of God says. But yet we ignore those things because we get caught up in our own emotions. Oh, I'm going to pay back so-and-so. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really make it right because uh, they have treated me poorly. Folks, that is not of God. That is of your own emotions. And uh, even Hebrews 4.31, the Apostle Paul uh, says to the church at Ephesus, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Get rid of it. It's causing you problems. It's causing you not to have the relationship with God that you should be having. But yet, somehow, some way, we let that in our lives. And that's what happened to Joseph's brothers. They were bitter. And yes, you could see where the jealousy would come when Joseph starts telling them about their dreams and all these things are going to happen, and, and they're going to bow down to him and this and that. And you know, you could see how they could feel that way. And that's what the enemy does, though. He tries to get us to give in to that. You know, because we're going to be angry about things. In fact, Paul says in Ephesians 4 26, he says, Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. He says, You're going to be angry. He says, That's the way it is in life. You're angry when somebody's mistreated. I'm angry when I oh recently when we saw the all the murders in Thailand of all the of the infant, the one and two and three year olds in the daycare. Horrible, horrible things. As angry, as angry. But you know what? We need to turn our anger over to God and say, God, forgive us. Help us to love those that are hard to love, those that have treated us poorly. And I imagine that's what Joseph did. And of course, they ended up saving Joseph's life and throwing him into a pit and sold him to travelers uh, on Egypt as a slave. So Joseph went in was a slave, one at Potiphar's house, and became great in Potiphar's eyes, and God blessed him even through this. And I imagine Joseph, we don't talk about this, but had to go through a bunch of emotional thoughts dealing with, I've been rejected by my family and my brothers, and I'm a new life. Now I'm a, a slave to someone. I'm a servant to someone. But he kept his eyes on God, and God blessed him for it, and he became the leader of the household. And then the enemy attacked him again. Potiphar's wife tried to accuse him of, of rape, and, and Joseph was innocent, but he got sent to prison out of innocence. And folks, I've heard many people who've been sent to prison out of innocence. And I'm telling you what, it's not it's a real deal. There, you've got to be careful because people will accuse you. And I believe in, my, in, in watching life and dealing with some things in my life, People are accused and are guilty until proven innocent. Forget the innocent until proven guilty. I certainly haven't seen that, and I can tell you real-life stories about that. But folks, we have to, we've got to be careful. But, but Joseph was innocent, but yet he had to go to prison. But God kept his hand on him. Why? Because Joseph kept his hand on God. Joseph stayed close to his master. Joseph believed that God was going to watch over him and that God had a purpose in it all. And boy, did ever God ever have a purpose in it all. God led Joseph, and he was able to interpret dream, got relieved out of prison, became second in the whole land of Egypt. God blessed him. God put him on a pedestal. God anointed him. And then his brothers came down, and we all know, and they didn't know it was Joseph, and, and Joseph uh, had all these things, how he was treating them. But at the end, just I'm make a long story short, Joseph forgave his brothers. He hugged them. He was sad. He loved them. What an impact that had on Joseph's family, that his brothers saw the power of forgiveness, the power of forgiveness. And they also saw how God had blessed their faithful to God brother. And then Jacob got to see his beloved son, and live until his death with his beloved son Joseph and uh, be amongst him. And he was able to turn his sorrow into joy. People of God, I'm telling you what, when you give your bitterness and you give your unforgiveness to God, he can turn your sorrow into joy. People, we need to be joyful. We need to be filled with joy. And there's a Christmas song, I think it's something like Joy, God's unspeakable joy, you know, and is it God's unspeakable joy? Jesus God sent Jesus Christ to this earth as a baby, born to the Virgin Mary, to live a life pleasing to him, to teach people the importance of following him and to believing in him. And I tell you what, it wasn't an easy route. It wasn't an easy route thinking that Mary and Joseph from Nazareth would have the Son of God, unless they followed the Scripture, unless they looked at the scrolls and saw the prophecies of the Old Testament, they would have realized that Jesus was the, is the Master, and Jesus was the promised Messiah. And Jesus came and delivered, and delivered to the cross for each and every one of our sins. Such an incredible person. I don't even know what to say person, as he was a human. As Jesus was a human, yet God too. And how he so changed the world. But yet had to go through a major sacrifice to do it. And people always wonder why. Why would God send his only son to the cross? Could you send your only child? I doubt it. I doubt I could. But God did. He did because he wanted each one of us, you and I, to have a personal relationship with him. You and I, to be like Joseph, that we could fight through adversity. That we could grow through adversity. That God would bless us through adversity. Folks, I hope and pray you stay strong in him. Hope and pray you stay in tune with him. He has great things in store for you, our Heavenly Father. Bless our listeners today. Open wide their hearts to your truth. Lead them in the path of righteousness. Guide them every day. Because, Lord, we know you have great plans for them. We know that you want to lead them in the path of righteousness. And, Lord, we know you want to help them forgive their brother and their sister and their aunt and their uncle and their neighbors and their friends and their ex-spouses. God, be with them. Give them that strength today. To call on you. I ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Amen. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208 362 1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho.